Buttery flanking. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Romancing Our Stones, your male survival guide to pop culture. Uh, your meet your girl. I will drag you to. I am Matt. I'm Alex. And I'm also tired. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We just watched part one of the finale. Survived part one. Survived part one. We want to give you the recap. Fast, furious, right now. Just so you're fired up for the finale tomorrow. Just so we make peering bad decisions. Yes. Can't wait. But uh, Thank since, God we got 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I need to recoup after this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but this is why they pay me the big bucks. Yes. And by big bucks, we mean zero. We're not getting paid at all right now. Yeah, but. I mean, oversized dollars. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, that don't big actually count public as Public clearinghouse checks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, where's, where's uh, Pat Sajak when you need him? Anyway, um, we felt it... Um, Alex picked a beer, and he felt since we're watching a show that's based in Australia, we should drink a beer out of Ireland. So what are we drinking, Alex? Yes, we're drinking some Smithicks. Uh, this is the Red Ale, though. I thought I was getting the original, and I must have been tipsy when I picked out the six-pack, because... It's a ruby red red ale. Yeah. Uh, a ruby red brew with a gentle hot bitterness and a sweet malt finish, 4.5% alcohol by volume, and 11.2 fluid ounces, which you so generously pointed out. Yeah, it's not even 12 ounces. Europeans but... taxing us everywhere. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Let's do this. No double tap on that one. It's not bad. Yeah. You know what? Maybe you subconsciously easy picked a red ale or a ruby red or a redder ale just to match Peter's shirts from this episode because uh, as close as I can get to pink. Although that, we could have done Princess Yum Yum. That's true. I did, that 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 boy walked into a store and said, "Give me everything in fuchsia, pink, and everything that you have." Must, because that's must like to color. shop in West Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> But you know where he didn't shop is Alice Springs, Australia, which kind of looks like a trailer park. Yeah. Yeah. And it Just was... Just a little bit. You know, The Rock was cool, but uh, at the same time... His little town that he was sitting in, they show a big, uh, like a bird's eye view of the town. You go, it looks like it's people that, for one reason or other, couldn't handle it in regular society, and they they made an encampment. That's probably... It's an encampment. In well, the middle of Australia. You have to give, I mean, you have to give Australia credit. They've been inmates for a long time. So this is probably where they just congregated. It's the origin. It's the origin of the people in Australia. <laughs> so you're right. It's, it's just kind of people from an area where people congregated once they didn't fit into society. So I think that that's a good description, actually, yeah. of the area. But, you know, Peter said he loved, <laughs> I have to read it again, Alice Springs. That sounds like a mix of Cars versus Brady Bunch. <laughs> I'm thinking, um, I mean, yeah, you know, Radiator Springs and... Alice the maid. Yeah. Um, he likes mysteriousnesses in his places because it's a lot like falling in love. Because whatever the fudge that means, that that's what it, it means apparently. Oh yeah. No, he's he was reaching he's he was reaching far beyond his grasp there on that one. But did you notice that Peter had to walk everywhere in this episode? They literally had they dropped his so ass many off scenes and... of him just walking down the street. I mean, they couldn't drop it's him so off true. at the actual hotel or the room. And they yeah. also did a lot of shots of him pondering and. and and contemplating things where have you noticed that every time they filmed that he does that whole like you know uh shrugging like shoe kick thing he, like swings his foot forward like oh, shucks oh, like, like the shucks. he, he, he always the does pocket, it hand down <laughs> he, like charlie browns and then does the ah shucks kick every time you know, they, if there's a reboot of harry potter that they could cast peter with no issue they wouldn't even have to go to makeup any day he already has a scar on his forehead and like you pointed out, it matches his shirts too. <laughs> it matches his fuchsia shirts. Oh man. Um this is actually the first episode that you and I watched together. Uh we've watched one before, haven't we? I don't know. Well the first time we watched we held hands to the whole thing. Well yeah, that's true. Yeah. Your wife was so jealous. Yep. 
Um, also, we learned something very important about Peter and his family. Uh, they all wear capris. <laughs> they don't, yeah. They don't wear... They apparently haven't learned about the uh, Western culture of uh, the normal fitting pant. So. Yeah, they, 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 uh, they ran out of fabric, apparently. Or they uh, the Webbers have the longest legs in the world. Um <laughs> Again, I'm not sure which one it is, but... Uh, Our production just can't seem to get their pant size right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a costume era. I mean, literally, Peter's shirt matched the bird that they kept showing that was pink and like, blue. Yeah, like, like cotton candy blue and, like, highlighter pink. He looks like a, he looks like a confused gender reveal party. Like the, like, the, like the canister exploded and Peter's shirt just came out of nowhere. He's placed money on both sides and he's representing both parties. Well, you know, it's kind of weird. I just realized that he started off with the very deep pinks. Yeah. And then he transitioned to blue by the end of the episode. Oh, that's a good and point. And in the middle, when he was on that date with Maddie, he had a pink and blue yeah. cross check shirt. Yeah. So he fully transitioned from pink shirt to blue shirt guy. Yeah. I just realized that now. Wow. <laughs> that's that a good point. That makes me happy. <laughs> and he did go like across, because I started out with like a fuchsia. And oh, like, yeah. then he went into like the deep navies by the end of it. So yeah, he was all across the board. Those damn birds. Um,. <laughs> <laughs> thanks Australia yeah thanks Australia they really know their color palettes yeah <laughs> but anyway so we digress so we're in Alice Springs <laughs> Alice Springs uh, Peter's family's there yep and, so are a lot um, of horny toads they kept showing horny toads a lot of horny animals and kangaroos horny toads kangaroos um, you know <laughs> it was kind of pretty darn funny a lot of dingoes too yeah so rabid dogs romantic uh, yeah very nice um, red sands of Australia yeah um well, so they're there, and speaking of red, uh, Peter tells them both about the girls that are left, and his family immediately picks up on the red flags that Madison has been showing. Yeah. And I know Peter's a homebody and still lives with his parents, <laughs> and you know his parents play a big role in his life, but you need to listen to your parents. And uh, <laughs> just, uh, you know, they had real reservations about Maddie, and I kind of think that that it's a wise approach. It's a wise approach. Yeah. And it's not because your parents are trying to control you. It's because they want you to make the best decision for you. Yeah. And sometimes you can be confused and baffled by what's in front of you and getting a clear eye is something that's important. Which is funny because Madison later on in the episode says exactly that. When you want something so bad, you're willing to kind of look past it, which is ironic because he was doing that kind of about her and her his parents and his brother yeah. who was also wearing really short capris was letting him know that too. Yeah. So, which the brother seemed a lot more intuitive as a younger brother than I thought too as well. Well, he asked some, he asked some good questions after meeting with Madison and we're getting a little bit of a head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That said, his mom was way too invested in this. I mean, she was like crying. She this was is, being boisterous. She was asking kind of questions that were kind of intrusive. Maybe Peter's on this so that he can get his mom an acting gig. You know, because a lot of people get on this show to try and further their career. Maybe maybe <laughs> Barbara is like, she's she's gunning for a spot on like a homemaker role or something. I don't know. Do we have a count on her Barb's Instagram followers? No, but I bet you it's exploding right yeah. now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to look at that. Yeah, while you do that... Um, Peter explains, he explains Hannah Ann, she's the biggest sweetheart, you know, um, his dad's like, it sounds like you. They obviously have high opinions of each other. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and it's they, just the craziest, most beautiful, most amazing journey with her. Yeah. And she's the most beautiful, innocent soul or something. I, I don't know. I, it was, uh, it was interesting. I, those whole time they set the season up to think that, excuse me, his mom was calling out for Hannah. 
or for for Madison, but it actually she's calling out for Hannah, which I thought was interesting. Um, Hannah was a little nervous when she walked into the situation. She said, "They might not even like me." Yeah, that's not obviously a true situation, but uh, she was she was ready to go. And um, just when she felt like she couldn't come up for air, Peter jumped on her back and gave her a rear naked choke every single time. His move, he, his he, signature, literally coming behind her and like putting his arms around her, and she's kind of like sitting there like stuck. <laughs> Like, I can't, I can't move. That's can't if he's breathe. behind the girl. If he's in front, he low hugs them. Oh. He literally ducks his head down and hugs them. He's a low hugger. He's a low hugger. Well, Madison's an ass out hugger. Yeah, he we she learned did that. Her goodbye hug. Um, and uh, are you, did you get a number on her followers yet? Or are you yeah, having a hard time finding Shocking. 160, if I'm looking at the right one. 160? No way. I think this, that's her, right? That's got to be a fake account. Maybe. Maybe it is. Zero posts. Maybe. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll put it in the show notes. Stay I need, tuned. I need, I need we'll you back updated. out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. um, you know, uh, and uh, I think that um, this is the most we've heard Hannah talk all season, really. Um, yeah. I think for both of them, actually. And I thought she was extremely articulate, and I thought that she conveyed herself well. Seemed a little rehearsed, but at the same time... She prepared. I mean, she's meeting the parents, and she even talks about that leading in. She's like... I mean, she starts tearing up. I know she lost you some points there too, but she was yeah, uh, crying know, she, points again. She was she she prepared. Yeah, you know, it I, was a big deal, and she made sure she did her homework to make sure she expressed and, like you said, articulated herself correctly. Yeah, how she wanted to express how most, she felt. Free. You know, we laughed together. We cried together. We, uh, you know, I just want them to know how much they love me. Uh, or I, they want them I to see how much I love him. Yeah. And that's the first thing she's launched into both parents. I mean, but I thought she did very well. Um, you know, her dad tried to sit down and talk to Peter about Hannah Ann. And he asked questions about Hannah Ann. Like, what's holding you back from Hannah Ann? And all of a sudden he launches into a tirade about Maddie. I thought yeah. that was very telling as to where Peter's mental space was. Yeah, you pointed that out. I wasn't actually picking up on that. And when you said that, I'm like, oh my God, you're right. Because, yeah, I mean, it's dad is asking legit questions like like any father should ask their son. Hey, man, we're about to jump into this. Let's make sure your thought process is going right. Like, why? What's holding you back? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so they family absolutely loved her, uh, which um, which went bode well for Hannah. Then Madison came up. And she just kind of had like a sad, mean face right out of the gate. Yeah, she's been mean mugging since that even dinner date. Even him coming out, greeting her, he wasn't happy. Like, he had a face like a guilty, like a puppy dog with his tail between his legs. They both didn't want to address this, but they had to anyways. And then they, they, you know, they sat down. And then when she started going into her conversation again, we've given her here credit for being articulate. But it kind of, I feel like for me, she kind of stepped over the line from being mature to being immature about it because you know she said you're a big boy and that's like super condescending starting start a conversation but literally you've already punished him and you demonstrated to him that you can leave and you made a decision when you accepted that rose that you're moving past it yes so accepting that rose and still being pissed and still being punishing him you know you're just, you're just yeah, you're just dragging him along at this point. I, I I agree with you completely. I think that they had the same. They basically had the same conversation this episode that they had in the previous episode. And for her to accept that rose, which is what he was so nervous about at the end of the last episode, <clears throat> accepting that rose implies I'm ready to move on. I want to, you know, I think as you coined it, close that chapter. Yeah. And so for her to come back 
out of the car and before even meeting the parents, like they have to have a powwow about this. And the way that we, the way that she spoke to him and the, and her issues that she's bringing back up was just kind of reopening the wound a little bit. Yes. It's, it's picking the scab back open. It's like, I thought we were going to move on now. Granted real world, you know, and I feel like Barbara talks to Maddie and she gets kind of tough with her too. Yeah. And, and again, they had concerns about how she conducted you know, herself, conducted herself, you know, before meeting her and, you know, the, the quote unquote, you know, the whole ultimatum and, and they, they didn't like the timing of her laying all of this on Peter after the fact, but to be fair to Maddie too, the dude slept with two other chicks Argue, arguably with seven days before he's going to supposedly drop down on one knee proposed to her. She has every right to be a little concerned about this. Well, it's, it's and I agree. Upset. It's, and I, I, it's gray area because she was clear before she left. Supposedly. Yep. I still think this production made her show up late. Um, <laughs> but you know, she already made her point and now she's just kicking a dead dog. Yes. And that becomes a power struggle. And, she presents herself as fleetingly leaving again or potentially leaving. And all of a sudden she's seeing him grovel and chase. He's him. doing the whole Victoria F thing again, all over again. Yeah. And he, you know, she's got all the power. He's got none. And he finds himself the bachelor, by the way, groveling at another girl's feet. And it's it pretty funny. He kind of shut her down. when He's like, I know exactly where you've been. I've been there last, last season. And that kind of changed the whole tide where she realizes that, Oh, she can't put him in this place where she says you don't understand. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I get it. Um, I know I was there. I was in the top three. Like I've been there. Yeah. So no, um, I, that that's when that's when I was actually a little bit more proud of him. Like, all right, he's kind of growing out of this whole experience. He's learning when to stick up for himself and actually address when, like, no, I'm not just, you know, I actually can relate to you a little bit. But he also didn't listen to what she was saying. Yeah. Like when she said at that moment we were on top of the ha- tower. And I, I felt like I could love you forever. And if you got down on a knee, I would say yes. But then that night happened. And all he heard was, you'd say yes if I got down on a knee? Yeah. Yeah, he even admitted at the end, to, or right after he said that, or she said that to him. He was like, oh, yeah, I was sorry. I'm still, I was just paying attention to that first part. And he's just like, uh, she likes me. And she finally said, I love you. But she didn't say, I didn't hear the conditions afterwards. But she said she loves me. Yeah. I don't know why I'm going to like a Southern twang. I think it's because I saw Alicia, Alicia Springs. And that's Alice, Alice Springs. Springs. Yeah, Alicia. Alicia's his cousin. <laughs> this makes it hard tonight. Yeah, yeah, Alicia's our cousin. Alicia Springs are much nicer, though. Um, this brought to you, brought to you by the tourism board of Alicia Springs. Um, so anyway, they go in and they talk uh, to his parents, and you know, his, his, they walk in, and his dad's like, "What's going on?" Yeah. And and uh, poor Peter actually throws Maddie to the wolves a little bit. I thought that was yeah. pretty uncool, where he's like, "Yeah, why don't you tell him?" Well, I gave him an ultimatum. Well, they and he totally fucked up. Well, and the parents, the parents <laughs> asked a question first. They were yeah. like, "So, like, tell us what were you guys arguing about?" And yeah. it's like, "Yeah, kind of not your business." Kind of, but yeah. but Peter and then, and then Peter goes, Hold, yeah, Peter should have been like, eh, he should have summarized." But instead, he goes, "Maddie, <laughs> yeah. how would you like to take this?" <laughs> yeah, and you know, there, you know, like. They kind of grilled like you. You know, Peter likes to party, right? Yeah. Peter, uh, I would say, is spiritual, but not faithful. Not religious. Not religious, but so you're spiritual. religious, but you know, he's not that way. He's spiritual. He, yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's not free, but he's free, free. You know, 
uh, just like those TurboTax commercials. <laughs> I, I just I, uh, I I I don't understand the difference between spiritual and ro- and religious, religious, but it's not my that's, not my point. That's to for judge. a philosophical debate. And, and, yeah. You know, his brother is like Peter. What happens if you go line dancing and you get the drunk? night the night you get back from you know, off the plane and and, and, and and you come home late and she's pissed. Yeah, and it's like Peter, you may need to curtail your line dancing for a little bit. If you get in a relationship, but I get what they're saying. And he, he, there's a part of him that pushes back to his brother a little bit and says like, well, look, you know, there is going to be some compromise there. And, and yeah, there's definitely things that you, you can seed some fights to your wife. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, there's also an element of like, part of the reason why you should be marrying her is because she makes you a better person and want to be a better person. Correct. It's not about, it's not about changing who you are Correct. and your, your own personal identity. It's about making you become the better version of yourself. And they want to, they bring that out of you. Right. Oh snap. That's what it should you, be. You are an individual coming into it. She's an individual coming into it. You both like each other and become by individuals, by individuals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Individual, uh, and dirigibles. <laughs> <laughs> Abidiginals. Aboriginals, which we'll get to later. Alice Springs. Uh, Abidiginals. Uh, no, but you you got to find someone that respects your independence and you don't become fully co-dependent, codependent for. I feel like Peter would mold himself right into Maddie's life. but He would. Um, I, I believe so, too. Not that her I life see is him. bad. But, um, no. you know, I, but, thought, I thought his parents had good questions and then they had a little, little uh, breakdown as a family afterwards. Peter's pissed about it. No one's listening to him. Um, you know, you can't get mad at her for speaking her truth, is what he said. I'm so sick and tired I of hate that, that phrase. phrase. I'm so. What does that even mean? I mean, uh, I know what it means, but I'm, I'm speaking hypothetically here. <laughs> well, know, it's like it's like my my favorite meme that I created on the account. You, know, you can lie all you want as long as you're speaking quote unquote your truth. Right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it gives you carte blanche to be wrong on something. It's exactly. And like, I don't know. Like uh, I dropped a free weight on my foot and I turned to the guy next to me and said, you scared me and made that me drop that on my foot. And now my foot will forever not be the same. He's like, what are you talking that's about, my bro? truth. But that's my truth. Yep. I'm speaking my truth. Last time I checked, truth deals with absolutes. <laughs> it's not subjective. Not anymore. Not, not anymore. anymore. But anyways, um, we digress. This conversation finding with his family, he got, you got brother tears. You got mom tears again. Uh, got to a point where, where Peter's like, you gotta stop doing this. Stop hamming up for the cam, Barb. Yeah, Bar- Barbara was <laughs> hamming it up pretty good. She put on the waterworks. Even Peter goes, Mom, like, you stop. You cannot do this to me right now. Bar, 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 bar. And. Bar, 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 bar. Stop going. This is my show. It isn't yours. <laughs> I got one girl giving me an ultimatum. Other unconditional Barbara and Barbara and Barbara I think Barbara loved Hannah Ann so much that she should change her name to Barbara Ann. I think that'd be good. I'm, I'm for it. Yeah. I'm for it. And I'm I pretty sure Barbara's already for it, too. Yeah, her dad's like, whatever. That's cool for me. Yeah. That's cool. Dad goes with the flow, too. You can tell. Uh, he said he wants Ma- he wants Maddie more than anything. And then it goes into Maddie's one-on-one date. To the Iluru. Whoever that is. It, it's the heart. It's a mountain. But it's like an iceberg. Majority of it's underground. <laughs> yeah. Because. I love when you said that like, uh, okay. Because that I get it. I mean. But we're talking about a rock in the ground in the middle of the desert. I, in, you know, right around the equator. And <laughs> I, after, I don't know if you noticed this too, but every time that 
Peter was with Maddie, he kept saying, spiritual, 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 spiritual. This is a spiritual place. This is a spiritual place. Yeah. He's like, look at me. I can do this too. Like, I can see how see how in-depth, in tune I am. And they're like, look how the rain runs off the rocks. Like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> like, the water doesn't stay up there. Yeah. They form little ravines. Plus, I couldn't help but think, like, it, 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 you zoom out a little bit and you just look at the earth as a whole. It, it probably, I just kept getting, like, it, it looks like a mole. Yeah, it looks like a mole. It's like a like, rounded, like, like a, brown spot it's on like the a ground. blemish. It's like <laughs> Dr. Pimple Popper is like, I'm on it. <laughs> exactly. Actually, the surface. Challenge accepted. Most of the pus is under the surface. <laughs> like an iceberg. Um, it looks like a wart on the, on the, on the, in the middle of the desert. Yeah, it's a wart on Australia's ass. But it's a very spiritual place where it's, all, yes, the, for all the, the aboriginals go the to. aboriginals. They don't take photos, though, so you'll never see them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Peter, Peter, they set out a little blanket and he's like, sparkling apple juice for my lady. That was the first time I realized Maddie doesn't drink. I know we saw water at the fantasy suites on the table, mm. but I thought I saw her drinking champagne. I could have sworn that was the case. That's why when we both saw that, I was like, wait, she doesn't drink alcohol. And again, we're making an assumption. Yeah. They could have just not had it for there. Who knows? I'm going to go out on a limb. It's something that I guided my life around. You don't trust people that don't drink alcohol. Yeah. Because if you drink alcohol once around someone that doesn't drink alcohol, they could rob you blind. You have no idea. Yeah. Think about it. Or draw things on your face. Yeah. Well, take your shoes off, which Maddie doesn't. <laughs> Maybe that's why she doesn't drink. <laughs> she always has her shoes on the bed. It comes and it full drives circle. Me nuts. It comes take your full shoes circle. off. <laughs> oh, I also was thinking about that when he's talking to Maddie and he's like, I've literally been in your exact shoes. He says it three times. I'm like, oh, I'm wondering if those are the ones where you wear on, on beds. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we we digress. We digress. Oh, Oh, that's too funny. But they have a they have a um they have a grown up conversation. Yeah, like, and you can tell she's she's giving him the uh, let him down easy conversation by being like, I want what what, I want you to find what you're looking for. It's not with me. Therefore, I'm going to remove myself to get out of your way. Yep. Um. You know, and I, he's I, he's I, crushed. You can I tell he's being really fair, but he's like, he's like, "What are you talking about? Like, you said that if I proposed to you, you say yes." You're like, "No, you didn't hear the rest of my sentence, yeah. bro. There was a comma or a semicolon in there that said, but then a that night thought. happened.' Yeah, he's like, "Wait, is this all because I slept with two people?" Kind yeah. of, yeah, yeah, kind of. It is. You're supposedly gonna love this woman for the rest of your life, but you what like. You assumed you could just get some hall pass to sleep with two other women? Literally, again, probably within, what, seven days? Of- well, to to be fair to Peter, Chris Harrison gave him a key, and he would be remiss not to use that key to the fantasy suite. So it's like a hall pass, but it's a room key. Yeah. A skeleton key to go yeah. to Bone Town. <laughs> to Bone Town? I yes. thought we were in, in Alice Town. <laughs> Springs, oh, well, Alice, Alice Springs. Alice Springs. Alicia Springs is better. Um, so, Sounds yeah. like Alicia Keys. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the keys were for the fantasy suites. Oh, the Alicia, Alicia keys. keys. <laughs> Coming full wrong here. We're so meta right yeah, now. I know. So um, <laughs> she, uh, she. Apparently, this was planned because they didn't get back on the helicopter. They walked out to this white uh, Toyota Tundra or what? Lexus, yeah, Lexus, uh, Lexus like, something. Um, and then she's like, "I'm gonna miss him every day." I don't think anyone's ever said that really means it, unless like they're a widow. It's you know like, <laughs> and your husband of 42 years just died. <laughs> yeah, I, but it's like she'll think about him for a couple weeks, then she'll have to deal with him at the after the final rose. Yeah, and then dig up some old feelings again. Have another couple weeks where she's thinking about him every day. Every and day, then she, and then she'll you know she'll get back to her life, and she'll meet you know she'll meet a nice guy in Auburn, and 
Wouldn't that be hard? Like to like, it'd be like fifty first dates almost. Not fifty first, uh, the exact opposite of fifty first dates, really. But you like wake up <laughs> twenty years in the future. You have three kids, and the first thing you're like, Peter Weber. Mom, we're hungry. Peter Weber. <laughs> Mom, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, Peter. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm glad that's done for today. See you tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Uh, you're not going to think about him every day, Madison. No. That's not no. how things work in the real world. Um, but, you know. <laughs> we digress. People, uh, people of that age group just tend to like to express things in absolutes and, and definites and magnify everything. Oh, my God. It's the best. It's the best. Yeah. He's the best. So, uh, Peter's a little conflicted, so rugged Chris Harrison comes out of his room. It's the best Chris Harrison. It's the best. It's the I didn't shave last night Chris Harrison, and it's amazing. It's Outback Chris Harrison. Outback Chris Harrison. He's like, he's like, bitch, I was next to a volcano last week. <laughs> Check out my volcanic hair. <laughs> it's got the sulfur on my face. He he's, got some, he's got some salt and pepper in that beard. Yes, looking, he does. Looking good. You know, Keep it, Chris. Rug as hell. It's Keep it, Chris. Really brought me back full circle to when he came out in the first episode. Like, girls, come on inside. I'm making biscuits. If he had that beard, oh my god, <laughs> Peter would not be the bachelor. No. It'd be Chris Harrison's show. Yeah, producers say, you know what? We got something better here. <laughs> yeah, uh, Peter, we have an idea. Have you heard of Amelia Earhart? Take the same flight she did, and we'll just continue filming with Chris. And Chris is going to try and get his one by the time you land. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. That'd be great. All right, let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Um, you know, so they uh, he goes on a date with Hannah Ann. He doesn't know how he's going to take it. Luckily, sees really cute kangaroos hop into the picture. To completely distract him from his unhappiness. And Hannah Ann even picks up on it. She's like, something's off. He's not feeling. He's not feeling it right now. Yeah. And uh, that's when he does the rear naked joke hold on her. Again, yeah. Again. Which, then she does that weird thing. She's like, I'm, I'm holding your, I'm, what'd she say? I'm holding your heart. I could just see him like. Well, she literally had her hand on his heart. Oh, I understand that. But yeah. I imagine his like right left hand goes up. He's like, my hand's on your boob. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. you know, like. I'm going to do the same thing to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> this takes me back to why I gave your you Your heart's list. in my hand too now. <laughs> Oh, maybe, the, maybe that's the pickup line. I don't know. But. Oh, the memories. Although, uh, you know, they're probably not shaking hands for coronavirus reasons. That's true. Good point. Yep. All right. That's how you handshake now. Wow. Hold just, each other's hearts. Yeah. Hold each other's hearts. <laughs> <Peter. laughs> <laughs> but so, uh, you know, he gets, yeah, he gets that rear, rear naked choke again behind her. And, you know, she wants some validation. They go to her, go to her room, hotel room. Um, and, she's uh, super romantic. She does. She, she lights, lights all the candles. candles. Yep. The producers are obviously still cleaning up from Maddie and Peter's date when they just <laughs> the left interns that are still yeah uh, trying to clear to, out before the sun goes down and the dingoes come out. They didn't have time to light the candles from uh, Hannah, but you know Peter's like my heart's being torn in two directions. She's like, well, that doesn't. That's not what I want to hear. Yeah. Um, which I thought it's pretty rough. I can imagine it being pretty rough for Hannah and talking to Peter, and and he looks. There's a difference between being torn and being like, I got a tough decision to make. And him being like depressed saying it, meaning like you didn't get what you wanted to out of the other one already, did yeah. you? Yeah. So, yeah. I feel bad for her. I know. I know. I feel bad. And I think that's kind of like, even like when he's giving her the rear naked chokehold in the desert, you can see her expression is not exactly liking it. She's like, something's not, something's off. Like she's, she's sensing it. She's yeah. sensing it. And she wants someone to choose her for who she is. Yep. So, we yep. shall see. Uh, two minutes left here. 
Uh, every every show we give, the show we watched or movie we watch a Stones rating, we each have two Stones to give, naturally. And, naturally. Uh, two Stones means you like the episode. Uh, no Stones means an act of castration would be better than watching this show. So what do you give this episode? It actually wasn't bad for being... For being what I would say we thought was going to be a nothing burger of an episode, it actually wasn't terrible. It could have been way worse. Um, it had some meaty moments in it. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give it a solid one for sure. Okay. I'm gonna give it two stones because it just shows you how masterfully edited this whole thing is. <laughs> yeah. Because I thought the entire time the Barbara crying scene was for Madison. Yeah. And you know the way that they're splicing this, you know. It's it's coming good. I thought it was good. I thought they probably could have done next episode in this episode. Yep. But at the same time, I'm hoping that it's just foobar uh, next episode, just so it just (laughs) like we get we get our admission ticket. If yeah, if there are fireworks, I will definitely be ready to hand out my two stones for that episode. But we will find out. Yeah, we will find out. Three stones ratings. Um, Pretty solid rating. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ROStonesGuys with an S. Uh, we have a winner for the contest, Kate Jones Kate. out of Oregon. Uh, thank you so much for sharing. Uh, we'll have you on the show here tomorrow. Can't um, wait, Kate. Can't wait, Kate. Uh, and uh, thank you, everyone else, for that participated and shared. Uh, keep it up because uh, every time that you do share, we're adding it towards our next contest. Uh, we're going to be doing Love is Blind. Um, and we want to, if you want to win the contest to be part of that finale show, uh, just keep sharing it. We'll, we'll keep tallies of it. You um, have spoken. Love you blind. have spoken. Um, so thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to share, rate, subscribe, share, share, rate, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your friends. Uh, you know, we're all really happy that you listen. So this is us signing off. Have a good night. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>